0: And we're back with another podcast episode of Let's Open the Bible with Gavin and Russ. And uh, listener, if you've uh, tuned in to our last podcast episode, we've begun looking at John chapter 15 in uh, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit from John 15, and we we made it through two verses, and then Gavin went and spoiled the third verse. <laughs> oh, Gavin. Um, but uh, we'd read verse, uh, verses one through eight, which... Uh, I'll repeat, or have Gavin repeat, as I open us with a word of prayer. You ready over there? Yes. Okay. Do you know what we're doing? No. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pray. You're going to read. All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your love and grace, and uh, Lord, it's it's cold here. It's this a cold time of year, uh, but just a reminder of uh, just the the different seasons. The, the the you know exactly what we need. Uh, you, you provide us with all that we need, and, and so, uh, Lord, we, we delight in the variety that, that we enjoy on, on your earth that you created. Uh, it's beautiful, and uh, thank you for your love and grace that uh, you would even look in our direction. Uh, Lord, we thank you most of all for Jesus and and for your word that you provided us as a guide, to guide us in all truth. I pray that it is a lamp to our feet and a light for our path, and that as we uh, open your word here in John 15, that you would guide us in this truth and that uh, we'd be encouraged and equipped uh, for good work. Uh,
1: Lord, we ask this in Christ's name. Amen. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples.
0: Very good. Uh, All right, so we, again, made it through the first couple of verses. Uh, You are already clean
1: because of the word which I've spoken to you. Well, the word does the work, right? yes. Um, and and just real quick, a, a lot of this is we're not. I'm not planning on getting into it. You may, but I'm not planning on getting into it. I just want to acknowledge that these are verses that are often used to to, to walk through how you can lose your salvation. You know? Really? So, well, you're in Christ, or you're abiding in the in the branch, and then you're burned. What does that mean? So some people say, and, and it's various interpretations, but some people say well, you can, you can lose it. I do not believe that. I'm not going to get into it today. I don't, I don't mind eventually, but it's not where we're going to go. So I just want to say that it is not that comes from a place of listening to a lot of people or reading a lot of people. And they say that Russ and Gavin jumped over the very verses that prove my point and ruin theirs. And and I don't want to, I, I don't mind handling those verses, but we're not going to handle everything that you can possibly glean from these texts. We've said this from the very, very beginning that we, uh, we fly at fifty thousand feet in this podcast. Let's hope in the Bible is not is not breaking down jot and tittles quite yet. Maybe yeah. one day. Well, the only other
0: way we could do it and really do it thoroughly is if we had like an hour, once a week, hour yeah. long podcast right. or something where right. we were really kicking over all the rocks we can kick over. Okay. Well, the, and, and that's not going to happen.
1: Well, it won't happen. That's not that we don't have that kind of time. But all, and and I don't particularly have that kind of inclination. But an hour is not going to do it see that's that's the thing. Um, now I may be wasting more time explaining how we're not going to explain stuff than it would do well, an hour
0: but, won't do it for you, but it would for me.
1: not I, I know you'd have to but just even you and I don't I, I don't mean even you as you wouldn't cover the subject well, but even you who are have a, a very you're gifted with economy of words, yeah um, but we have like theology Tuesday. It was intended to be a thirty-minute theology Tuesday where we just opened up some of the great books of the faith, um, you know, and and work through them. We try to keep it very short and focused, and still an hour is not enough—not even close. And that's not the Bible; those are extra biblical things like you know Augustine's Confessions or mortification of the sin or you know stuff like that that we're reading, John Owen. But an hour is not even good for for that. So much less scripture. Let's dig in. So the clean in verse three, that is
0: being cleansed from all unrighteousness. We're talking about salvation, right? Or he's talking about salvation.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're the the life giving words. We know that John, John talks about that light and life giving words. Yeah. And then, and then he goes to the cleanliness in John 13 uh, of washing the feet. Peter says, Hey, wash all of me. And he goes, no, 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 no. You don't need to have all of you washed, but your feet still do touch the ground. And I think that's good for people that believe they can be perfect. You know, you've been washed. Well, I guess that means Jesus, or Peter doesn't need washed at all. He's been washed. I mean, you did not need washed again. No, 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 no. Your feet still need washed. You still touch the ground. You're still a part of a fallen world. Yeah. You still, you know, give in at times to the, to the temptations of the flesh.
0: Woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips. Among a people of unclean lips. And I dwell
1: amongst the people of unclean lips. Or, or what Paul says, it is no longer I who sin, but the sin that dwells in me. And then he says, you know, I don't do the things I want to do. I keep doing the things I ought not do. Oh, And then he says, oh, wretched man that I am, who will set me free from this body of death. Well, that's, uh, you know, he obviously struggles. Covetousness and the law exposes it. And he's, you it's know, so frustrating. When he wants to do good, sin lies close at hand. Yeah, that's that's life. And I don't ever want to make peace with my sin. We are, You know, if by the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. But if if you don't, you know, if you're if you're that mindset on the flesh, if you live in the flesh according to the flesh, you will die. It's so, frustrating.
0: What? It's frustrating.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so I'm not saying make peace with your sin, you will die. If if you have no, if you're not even in the battle, you're not saved. Somebody goes, well, I, I struggle with sin. Okay. If you're not in the battle against sin, if you have just absolutely surrendered or you just do what is right in your own eyes, you're not clean. You're not saved. You don't have a new heart with a new wanter and new desires, right? Yep. And the wanter is a made up word. I mean, I don't think it's in the dictionary, is it? But a new wanter means new desires. You have a new heart. A new I
0: get the red squiggly line under wanter every time I write it in a word document. So it must <laughs> not be in the dictionary.
1: <laughs> That's how we've defined stuff anymore. That's right. That and Google. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm a, I am am the worst speller that I've ever met. Um, so... I will type in words into Google as a spell check, which I think most people have. But a lot of the words that I find fascinating, Google's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cracks me up. All right. So back to it. So, yeah. So this, um, does it, let me at least tighten up what I said when Peter looks at, when Jesus looks at Peter and he says, listen, you have no need for your whole body to be washed. I believe that means that Jesus, that Peter has followed Jesus and that faith is counted unto him as righteousness, which means in the kind of the old Testament way that Peter would be saved, right? In the old Testament vernacular, his his faith was, his faith to follow Jesus was counted unto him as righteousness. He does not have yet the indwelling of the spirit, which would take place at Pentecost fully, but, um, and that's why they have to wait for that power to be bestowed upon them. Right. Uh, so, so he doesn't need to be washed fully, but he does have daily sin. That he needs to confess. Right. All right. So in verse four,
0: we cannot bear fruit on our own. So we have to remain in Christ. And I, I just want to mention that uh, going back to, this may be ironic um, considering the, the source, I read a book on, um, about strongholds. And it was written by an author who, unfortunately, um, overcoming strongholds. And the author, unfortunately, failed. uh, He failed morally. Um, That's the irony of the strongholds. But what he referred to, he referred to a a study that uh, there was something like 246 pastors who had uh, uh, failed
1: morally and the study revealed that there were certain commonalities. Two hundred forty-six. That it was a study of two hundred forty-six that had failed. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, how does he get that number? Where, do you know the? Do you know the? the...
0: It was a study done in a, it, it, somewhere in Texas. That's what I remember. Okay. Uh, at any rate. Um,
1: but it was like one state convention. Was it one denomination? No, was it, it was throughout real, the U.S. M- or is multi, it just
0: multi Multi-denominational. That
1: seems really small. Well, I mean, I, I can name 10 th- uh, people offhand. That's not to imply that's all there was. Okay, I'm just trying to get a feel for it. I don't it, just, know where You okay, 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 okay. <laughs> hung up on Your the details. Your looks are my favorite part. Like you're, 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 you're focusing you're, on the wrong part of the story. That's you're, you're, not the point. It's
0: not the point. <laughs> the point is that there were some commonalities with the failures of these these brothers, and, and it mm-hmm. was not remaining in Christ. And, and here's how they didn't remain in Christ. These were pastors— And the first way that they didn't remain in Christ was they didn't remain in the word. You know, they were studying to preach. They were not spending time alone with Christ for their own personal edification. And the second way that they were not remaining in Christ is they were not praying. And so it's interesting and not surprising that these, these folks, whoever they are, these unnamed people, um, that this verse speaks specifically to that situation. And the the caution here is for you, for me, for the listener, because this is not just a pastor problem. This is a a Christian problem, is that when we separate
1: ourselves from the vine, we will not bear fruit. Okay, so one, one commentator says that to abide in the vine, to abide in Christ is to continue in the exercise of faith and love upon Christ holding to him, the head, holding to him, the head cleaving to him with full purpose of heart. And so deriving life, grace, strength, and nourishment from him. So, um, part of clinging to Christ though, is, is if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. So, so let me, let me walk through this. I think we need to be in the word, you know, um, Blessed, happy is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. I have hidden your word in my heart, that I might not sin against you. How does a young man uh, keep his way pure? Guard his way, keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word. Right. So the word, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your soul. Like we, we, we are to, um, we are to treasure that word in our heart. We are to cling to it. So that so loving Christ also means loving His word. Um, you talked about prayer, uh, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We, we, uh, sorry, that was the word we, we need to be praying without ceasing. Right. Like de- absolutely. De- prayer is a, is a declaration of our abject and utter dependence on God. We need to be, when you start getting a little hitch in your giddy up, when you start feeling a little prideful, man, pride cometh before the fall. God opposes the proud. The pride, pride is a desperate, uh, a de- a totally dangerous place to be pride up uh, in a place of pride and, and Prayer is a declaration. I can't do it on my own. But then there are other things that I think that you know, m- may be um, helpful as a part of placing yourselves in the streams of grace. And I don't know about the study. Y- you know all about the study. You're an expert on the study. Um, but I would imagine that they drifted away from c- confessing their sins one to another. Probably, yeah. Um, I would imagine they... Uh, you know, a lot of the pastors that have fallen, got away from the community of faith. They cut, they kind of removed themselves from the community. One pastor in particular who, who I I actually respected was fired from his mega church, uh, and had a, um, uh, life surrendering fall from, from grace, Mm. not grace, sorry, fall from his pastoral position. Um, and he, he said he was worried more about his brand than he was about the community, the fellowship of believers, the the bride of Christ. And and it, with shame said you know he started worrying more about his brand, so um, and and then and then here's another thing, you stop looking for the fruit that the spirit produces, so I know of one another pastor that got fired from a mega church, and they said I know I know secondhand from a very close person to me that this pastor would walk around the church cussing cussing people out like literal cuss words dropping. The words that you ought not use around the church and cussing people out, threatening people and just and so when you stop looking for the 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 fruit of love joy peace patience, kindness like and you don't stop worrying about that you don't you don't acknowledge you're cut off from the the vine you're the branch and you've been cut off because you're not bearing any of that fruit right like that's not a red flag for you it it ought to be it should be absolutely yeah,
0: so for reference because I, I I don't like to cite things without a reference. It, when I can. Uh, so, Demolishing Strongholds, Finding Victory Over Strugg- Struggles that Hold You Back is the book I'm referring to. It was uh, authored by Johnny Hunt. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> that's why I said that's the irony. Unfortunately, oh, wow. Unfortunately, Johnny Hunt did not cite the source of the study. I had to research that myself, which I did. And it was a study done um, by a school in Texas. So, anyway, just wanted to... What school? I don't That I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay. I, I cited that in a research paper I did for seminary. That's, okay. that's the only reason why I did that. A- at any rate, the significance of abiding in Christ is huge. It's huge. We have to stay in the Word. We, we have to stay in prayer. We have to stay connected
1: to the vine. So, and, and, and for those... I I definitely don't want to get too far into this, but for those that there was an interesting exchange a couple seconds ago by Russ and I, um, I I know nothing of the situation firsthand, secondhand, thirdhand, but there are, there are some problems that have arisen around surrounding Johnny hunt. Don't need to throw them. Don't need to cast stones. Um, You know, I'm not above reproach in every single area of my life. You know, I mean, so, so we're, we're all in this battle together. But it's int- the reason I bring it up, you go, well, well, Gavin, why'd you bring that up? And the reason I bring it up is this, um, just because you can cite a study, just because you read a whole bunch of books, and even just because every once in a while you keep your head in the word of God, or even, let's say, doesn't mean that you are above temptation. Right, Man, you better be in that battle constantly. Yeah, we're, we're all
0: susceptible. Just Nobody's because he's the writer,
1: literal writer of a book, doesn't leave him out of that. Sorry, I interrupted. No, 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 no.
0: That's we we all need the reminder. Nobody's above reproach.
1: Amen. And a reminder to be in the battle, mm-hmm. to abide in Christ, cling to Him. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, if you're clinging to Christ, and 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 I, I promise you this, if He lets you go, you're gone. To abide in Christ he he's gonna abide in you and he's the lock that won't let you go but you you abide in him right yep all right because I I mean sometimes we also try to white knuckle our Christian walk and that that doesn't work but when we abide in him this
0: is verse 5 and I and I in him we bear much fruit
1: right um do I don't know if we got any can't bear fruit by itself if you're sitting there and I think a lot of us do I, I I've done it before too man I just need to love my kids better I need to love my wife better I need to love I, and you're gonna you're gonna force yourself to love better right um, you know I, I need to be nicer to people kinder to people I'm gonna white knuckle my morality and righteous you know I'm gonna white knuckle my righteousness I I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it happen you know, by white knuckle I'm just gonna cling and bear it. I think we need to be reminded, if, you, if you're if you broken off from the vine, you, you can't will yourself to do this stuff. You can't bear that fruit on your own. You you can bear some reasonable plastic fruit. Do you agree with that? You can bear some reasonable plastic fruit?
0: Well, and I think we've seen that in, in pastors.
1: Have we not? Yeah, 100,000%, but also in parishioners. <laughs> you know, I mean, pastors and congregants alike.
0: Well, well, you were just saying, you know, I don't know who you were referring to when you were talking about the... The pastor that fell, but I mean, there are many pastors who, for whatever reason, they they know the the levers to pull, the right way to say things. They've got the right type of personality and all of these
1: things, and it seems so right and so good, and they are far from the Lord. Yeah, well, I'm thinking of one very well-known pastor, and anybody can find this out. I'm I'm not, but but who was who was sitting there? And you'd listen to a sermon of his, and he would say a lot of the same thing I would say about moral issues and, you know. Faith and God and Christ and everything else. Now, I haven't listened enough to know that it would be, you know, where we would differ and where we would line up, but he would say a lot of the same things I would say. And you'd listen to his sermons, you go, yeah, amen, amen, amen. Well, he was also getting his crystal meth delivered to him by a male uh, friend, hint, hint, friend, friend that he knew in the Old Testament way of knowing. So um, Mm. he was getting, you know, crystal meth and, and he's up there preaching every Sunday. That's called plastic fruit. Yeah. You know how to you know how to put out the uh, show of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness, self control. You know how to present self control. You even know how to preach against lack of self control. You just don't know what it looks like. That's a that's really a,
0: a tenth commandment violation, is what that is. Uh, the tenth commandment, uh, "Thou shalt not covet," is is uh, the intent of that commandment has to do with the heart. Which
1: really oh, violates. He was breaking other commandments in that because he was a married man, by right. the way. So right. he was breaking many, many other commandments. But yes, the other ones are actions. That's that's a that that
0: commandment, it ties all the other commandments together. The intent of all the commandments, particularly the first commandment, uh is God that God doesn't want robots. He wants our hearts. And and so, yeah, I mean that's just plastic fruit. That's good.
1: All right. Well, yeah. so we we uh, we need to look in our lives for plastic fruit, and we need to, you 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 will not bear fruit if you break off from the vine. You the branch will not. You cannot will yourself to bear fruit. And so, what you will bear if you're away from Christ, walking in the opposite direction, the most that you can bear is plastic fruit—things that look a lot like love or peace or whatever else, just not real. There,
0: yeah, yeah, not good, not good. Well, hey, this has been great. Didn't get to verse five. I was hoping we would. We made it to two verses. That's all right. We're on a roll. (laughs) Call you butter because you're on a roll. On a roll. So listener, continue to open uh, your word. Wrestle with these things. I mean, these are weighty matters. Uh, So consider these things well, and we'll pick back up where we left off uh, in verse five in the next podcast episode. Until then, God bless.